Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I share music with you that uh, He inspires through me, or songs of artists that I love that ties into the topic. He leads my life, and I was reviewing my last episode I haven't released yet, and in the middle of it, he reminded me of a leader that showed so much kindness to me my first year of owning a smart device, a really powerful leader. So without further ado, the topic of this sermon is Aaron Dim. the topic. So the first thing that came to mind was <clears throat> I met Aaron through a direct sales company at a conference. He was actually speaking to 17,000 people, maybe 17.5 in somewhere in California. I can't remember what city of Sacramento might have been. I had joined this direct sales company in March of 2015 and the conference was in I believe April where they had released EHT they had released uh, which is a mind supplement that's incredible it helps keep me calm and and helps to actually repair the tau proteins in your mind they had partnered with Signum Biosciences father and son researchers their their biotechnology laboratory is on the property of Princeton Labs. They can't make claims to protect the integrity of Princeton in case they got sued, but I can because I don't work for them anymore. When the Lord assigned me this Move Happy mission, I learned so much from so many of the leaders that came out of that business. Aaron Din was one of the top-level leaders, and he spoke to 17,000 people about his story, And it was less than a year later, I started applying all of the lessons into my content on social media. I started learning mainly on Facebook. That's what they focused on, just having us focus on the Facebook app. Taking people from not knowing about the products and the business opportunity to knowing. They kept it super simple. The rhythm was good. We were number one in... 150-year industry. Broke every single record. I got in the, the business, I think, three and a half years in. And I didn't know anything about direct sales. I didn't know anything about a smart device. And Aaron Din was one of those people that encouraged me. So that was my first introduction to him. And then my direct person that had signed me up, Gretchen, uh, Barosio, her husband was on the worship team with my mom, so I trusted her. I won a free product, skincare product from her at a fair event, and I knew the product was good for skincare. And so I was tired of being broke. She didn't know I had five part time jobs uh, about a year, year and a half before that with a master's degree, and I still couldn't pay my student loans. Jeff Olson, the founder of Nerium, that's now called Neora, he knew 
our economy was terrible. He launched the business because he was invited to the company to do a consultation. They had a remarkable skincare product that was from the earth. The, the Nerium plant comes from the earth. And they had tested it with these machines that are used at NASA to, to measure the cracks in the rocket ships that go into outer space. And they had seen improvement in a 28-day. People thought they had lost 10 years of age in 28 days. Double-blind study. These people, they were trying to improve in skin cancer. But they had stumbled upon an accidental... <laughs> miracle product. And so he was one of many different businesses that were consulting this group of scientists that essentially created a very good product. And he convinced them to do the direct sales route. He said, no, you'll make more money and you'll be able to help a lot more people around the world, generational wealth. Partner with me, and I'll give you 30%. He was that confident. He had been in the anti-aging industry, I think, for 30 years at that point. I didn't know anything about him. He launched the business, and about three and a half years in, I went to that conference in California, and I stayed plugged in. He had 10, uh, they had a, a rhythm of 10 different rules. And one of the things was go to the annual conference get plugged into the monthly regionals, go to your weekly, uh, it was like at home trainings on Mondays. We did our trainings. Everybody hates Mondays, but I loved Mondays because that was when we learned how to be better at our jobs for this business. And I got plugged in at people's houses and we, you know, had snacks and stuff like that. And all of these people helped us. Didn't matter what line you were in financially, if they didn't benefit, and they were a top person, and you were a baby brand partner, their job was to say yes to help you in a three-way call for edification or whatever. If they could help you, their assignment was to do it. Now, Aaron lived in California, lives in California with his wife and his kiddos, and um, the following, let's see, what month was this? I think it was in April. I had just started becoming... Or it might have been May of 2016. I just became a personal uh, or a personal training director at LA Fitness. My divorce had just finalized, and in the middle of my boot camp training, I was supposed to have a four-day training for this day job. <clears throat> and keep in mind, I didn't have a smartphone before. I was just this is my first year. I'm an infant when it came to smart devices, and I was plugging in to what they were telling me to do. My first my first um, five weeks, I earned my investment back and I had kept getting promoted. And my top person in my region invited me to a private lunch and paid for it. I was the top volume in my third month ever in direct sales. Boom, because I know how to work hard and I'm good at following systems. Success leaves clues. You pay attention to those kinds of things. The leader started talking about me behind closed doors. I know it. I went to a conference in St. Louis and I got there a day or two before and I was posting about, because I love to sing, and they said to post 
pieces of content that aren't just about the business so that people can learn about you and your brand. They can learn about what you like and then you will attract people that are like you that want to have fun and be able to have more time freedom to do the things that they enjoy. So I got there a day early. I told my new boss, I said, I'm so sorry. I've already paid for this conference. It's going to help me be a better salesperson. She said, no worries. I was going to be assistant manager. But because I had flew to the conference and they had a change of leadership at her 13 locations she was responsible for, she texted me while I was in the audience and said, hey, do you want to run your own location when you get back? And I was like, okay, sure. They had this little shop where you could um, buy your products at cheaper stuff and bring it home with you to save on shipping. And you could get the magazines and the different things. And they have a nonprofit arm called Live Happy, which is all about positive psychology and helping to spread happiness around the world. And they had cute little swag and t-shirts and stuff like that. So I was shopping in the little shop. And Aaron Din walked up to me and he goes, hey, Aaron, how you doing? I was like, holy crap. He just spoke on stage. We had two locations. We were at, no, that was in Dallas. I forget how many, but there was like 10,000 or 15,000. I don't know. It was a lot of people. There was a lot of people and he had just spoken on stage and he knew who I was and he came up and talked to me. He said, let's get a photo. He wanted to be featured on my channel. (laughs) I was like, wow. This guy's cool. He said, Aaron, you are one of the aces. I said, I am? He goes, yes, you are one of the aces. They talked about the aces. They talked about finding the eagles amongst the crows. I was an ace. I was an eagle. The leaders saw me as one. I was still learning. I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was learning, soaking it up, and it was exactly what I needed to get my mind thinking about growing wealth and not just following the system of America and just going to a job. Hey, if you want to just go to a job, that's fine. But I got degrees and I couldn't get a job because our economy was so freaking broke that all the old people weren't retiring to open up positions for me to be able to teach in the schools. So I knew working wasn't working for me. And I needed to learn a lot of things and to unlearn a lot of rhetoric that was told to me. Forced in my schooling system and and being born in a low-income area, in a high-crime area. I'm grateful for Aaron. I had actually bought a book. Somehow I connected through Instagram with someone and I had bought this guy's, this gentleman's book. And on my way, I told him that in the gift shop. I said, Hey, were you a part of this company? Do you know this guy's name? And I showed him the book and he goes, yeah, I used to be a part of that company. I said, he, he featured you in the book as a top leader. And he smiled. He was so humble. He's like, yeah, Yeah, I'm not with them anymore. I like Jeff Olson. He's a great leader. So I decided to uh, join Miriam. I said, wow, and you know who I am. I said, I feel really special. Thank you for reaching out. There was a couple couple days later, our team, Puya Gandhian, was a part of our team. 
I think he's in California as well. He's a cool guy. He's younger than me, I think, a couple years younger. Very successful, financially successful. He's been in direct sales for like 17 years or something. Long time, long, long time. He organized a get-together event for our team at a certain area. There's this athletic complex, if you've ever been to uh, St. Louis in their downtown area. There's this really cool, it's a big building. I forget the name of it, but they have this huge big screen TV. And then you could go up the stairs and there's like little party rooms and whatnot. And we had hors d'oeuvres. They had bought, all the team leaders had bought food and whatnot. And they wanted to mingle with us, get to know us. If we wanted to take photos with them, we could um, and encourage us. And then they were, it was just like a fun little thing. And I seen Aaron up the stairs. Now he wasn't, I don't think he was in our direct line of the business, but he was just hanging by himself and there was, um, like he had a beer or something like that. And I walked up and I was, I was just going to say, Hey, and then keep on walking. And these two young ladies wanted to get photos with him and they butted into the conversation and he politely said, excuse me, I'd like to talk with Aaron for a second. Do you mind? (laughs) I was like, Whoa, he completely gave me that respect in front of these. He didn't know who they were. He probably got that all the time from people seeing that he was famous on stage or whatever. And he, yeah, I was actually walking away as the girls came up because I was super socially awkward. I was learning how to talk to adults and getting uncomfortable, getting used to being uncomfortable and, and learning how to grow a business, learning how to not be broke anymore. And he actually grabbed my hand and he pulled me back to talk to him gently, of course, respectfully. He said, Aaron, there's something very special about you. (laughs) I don't know what people said to him in private conversations, but I'm grateful for whatever they said. He said, Aaron... You have what it takes to speak on stages. There are very few people that are called to greatness. Aaron, I see it in you. All of us leaders know your name. A couple months before that, I had sang for the number one income earner. She had lived in my state. She wasn't, isn't with the company anymore because she did some unethical things. But at the time, she was featured on the Success Magazine. They had a partnership with the Success Magazine, the editors. She got interviewed and got featured in the magazine. She made over a million dollars, and I got to sing at her house for a private party she hosted for all the volunteers and all the top income earners that lived in that region or that were available to fly in. She had posted it. I, had, I, I followed all the, the top level leaders that I, could, I, that I could connect with. That's what Gretchen showed me how to do on Facebook. She said, success leaves clues. Send a message to the people that are leading that you like and let them know what you liked about their speech and get connected and watch them and learn from them. She was a great leader. And this woman 
was doing a Roaring Twenties themed party. And I love to sing, and any time I can find a space and opportunity to sing, I'm not afraid to ask. So I casually commented in her post, and I said, let me know if you need a jazz singer. And she wrote back right away, as a matter of fact, we do. Do you have a pianist? And I was like, holy crap, it's getting in motion. So I ended up performing for all the top income earners of the entire company, of the anti-aging company that broke every single record in a 150-year direct sales industry. Aaron wasn't at that party, I don't think. I don't remember seeing him there, but they must have talked about it, and everybody took photos of all of us, and they must have talked about me. She edified me. This woman was very nice. I didn't get paid. She asked me what my payment was. I was just grateful to sing. I wanted to have fun and entertain I don't focus on money, and I didn't know my value back then, so I didn't know to say, okay, here's my fee rate, right? Now I do things differently, but back then I, I sent her a thank you card. She edified me in front of everybody. She said the reason why I invited Erin here is because she's not afraid to take risks. She had auditioned for The Voice in Chicago, and I saw her video posting about it, and I loved how brave she was. And she took a risk, and even though she wasn't selected, I liked that I saw that she had taken a risk. I had no idea. She watched my videos on Facebook. I had no idea that the top income earner, the number one income earner of this direct sales company, my first year ever in direct sales, my first year owning a smart device. You want to talk about favor? That's the creator of the universe elevating me very swiftly to the front of the line, getting a lot of attention on me. Yes, I put work in. But boy, did he surprise me. And I think that Aaron might have heard from this woman talking in conversations. People were talking about me because I was a servant leader. I chose to not take any money and I did it for free, for fun. And I must have impressed enough of them. There was another gentleman there that uh, he was the number 25 earner of the company he owned, at that time, he owned 80 medical spas across the nation. Very smart businessman. He handed me his business card. He said, Aaron, if you ever need anything, you reach out to me. I had him as a guest on my podcast in 2020. He's not in that company anymore, and that's pretty normal for the direct sales top leaders to get pulled to different opportunities to jump ship when money starts changing and whatnot. Um, because they have brands, but what you're what you're legally allowed to do and what you're legally not allowed to do, there are rules if you're a part of the DSN. I learned about what to do properly if I left. You're not allowed to poach people off of other businesses. You're not allowed to recruit anybody as you leave your business. And that's why the top number one income earner, she did some shady things after that party. She was trying to poach everybody. She was paid a lot of money for another company to get people to move over their business. So they took her to court because that's illegal. So the Lord protected me from being involved in that. If I would have received payment, could have been involved in the RICO active lawsuit. But I didn't make any money. I didn't know about it. It happens in business. It happens. Aaron Din, great person, great leader, 
did nothing but positive encouragement for me. And to this day, I still cheer him and his family on. And if you believe in prayers and meditation, please send some prayers his way. He's lost his father in the last year. He posted about it very publicly. He's very public about his life because that's his livelihood and his business. And he's been grieving, as many people have been grieving, the loss of their family members, either due to natural, you know, age-related causes or natural things or accidents or diseases that were created from evil people of the world that were released on mankind during the pandemic. I have no idea exactly what he died from, but I do know that Aaron is a very good person. He's a very good man. He's a very good husband from what I could see on social media and all of my interactions with him, though it was only a, a few at conferences, were very positive. He was a very encouraging, like a brother figure, like a healthy brother figure, not related, different cultural background, different faith system, and that's okay. That's the beautiful thing about being an American. And the father reminded me of him, I think, because we're getting very close to the end of this this timeline, this competition that I've been a part of, first in history, Global Mental Health Ambassador Contest. The Father assigned this mission to me in 2018. And I found out in 2020 that I was in the nominations in October. They're adding major, <clears throat> to every major nation, they're adding mental health ambassadors every major nation. I imagine they'll have three ambassadors, as I recommended that. But I am the top person for the world. And I won it, because the Lord assigned it to me in 2018. We're ten days away from me receiving my crown, privately, and contracts signed. I imagine we'll do a public event next year, when our commander-in-chief gets back in his proper place in the White House. Aaron Din is a good leader. And he, among many good leaders of that direct sales company, their money was impacted. When I interviewed Deborah Heise, the president of their organization, the first year of the Move Happy Movement podcast, <clears throat> after that interview, the deep state that had been spying in on my technologies, the Illuminati that had been trying to get me to join their cult, they on purpose attacked their business after I had posted about the interview and bragged that they were, I was bragging about them, not bragging about me. I was edifying them. But learning, as this was 2019, I think, so I was learning. I was a four-year-old when it came to smart technologies, how to write my messaging. And I was trying to edify them. But I had no idea about this Epstein nasty people that are harming, sacrificing children in private. They've been doing it for 1,600 years. And the Lord has had enough of, of these evil people. They do it because it is an anti-aging satanic practice. When they drink the blood after they have tortured these kids, forced them into fear, it releases a hormone that makes their blood, I don't know, sweeter or something. I have no idea how it works. I don't want to know how it works. But people in my network that are very spiritually connected to the divine, that are very awake to the truth, they have shared older people that I look up to, that I respect. They have shared 
the name there is a name for this kind of blood there are blood bath parties these evil rich people are harming kids in private that's why they are so rich that is why they are all going to go to hell to Hades if they don't repent to the father people like Aaron Din are good different belief system it doesn't matter the father knows all sees all is above all and he loves it when his children are in harmony and in peace that's the beautiful thing about being an American you get to have a different belief system you can still do business and be successful in business and learn from people of different belief systems that is why our military is so strong because you are allowed to have any faith system you so choose but you are not allowed to harm children that is where our military steps in our white hats step in and say no that is not legal that is unacceptable and you can't just attack American businesses on American soil and think that you're gonna get away with it full restitution for Aaron Din's money that he has lost full restitution if his family has been impacted at all, if they have threatened his family at all. I know that there have been accounts that have been personifying as him. He's posted it multiple times, that it's very frustrating and our government leaders aren't doing anything. But my associations, they care and they listen to me the first time I bring up a concern and any of my friends, any of my associations that have helped me, encouraged me along my journey, they will be blessed. That is what it says in Psalms 1. The Father wants me to read it to you. <clears throat> so let me get it out. Let me get it out. <clears throat> Psalms was actually written by my ancestor. Most of the Psalms, not all of them. King David, who slayed Goliath. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous." But the way of the wicked will perish. Whatever I do prospers. Whatever I have chosen to do prospers because I have a heart like King David. The Lord reminds me regularly how much he loves me. He sends leaders to tell me kind things to speak words of edification and encouragement to me when I don't see it within myself. I'm learning to do the same now for others that I see are doing good or ambitious and can use some encouragement. Father, how can we support Aaron okay he says tell people to go to his website and purchase or sign up in the business under him if you feel so inclined 
Uh, I'm not sure what his website is exactly, so you can reach out to him on Facebook and tell him I sent you. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Din, D-I-N-H. <clears throat> he should have a very large following. And ask him what his Neora website is. It's probably going to be like first name, last name, dot, N-E-O-R-A dot com. Or you can call Neora directly and surprise him and say you would like to sign up as a brand partner if you want to learn about their business or buy, par- buy products from him. Uh, their products are backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And they have products for the mind, skin, and they have an anti-aging hair product line I haven't been able to try yet. I would like to try it. It actually helps thicken hair. And if you have gray hairs, it reverses the sign of aging of your gray hair. I don't know exactly how it works, but I've seen photos. I'm connected to many of those top-level leaders now. And I purchased from Jennifer, who's another uh, great leader as well. She's got her own birth children, and she's adopted. Uh, they have biracial children they've adopted. And... Um, she's a great human being. She quit her lawyer job. She was able to help her her husband quit his job, and they do it full-time. There's been a lot of people that have been impacted negatively by the deep state attacking this business that are my friends. So let's make sure we show them how to fix it swiftly. If you got extra money and you're feeling inclined, go buy from them. And tell them, please tell them I sent you, because they encouraged me. So let's let's uh, encourage them back. And they're good products. They're real good. EHT. Oh yeah, I've been taking that since 2015. I took a break from it in 2020. I wanted to get back into it, but the pandemic really messed with my finances and my address. A lot of BS from the deep state, Illuminati people, but that's all right. Ten days. I'm getting my husband back. Nobody's going to mess with me any further. And if they do, my husband and his boys will sick on them because they're the most fierce warriors in all, all the world. Nobody messes with my friends and gets away with it. Oh, yeah. Old Testament father sending me to. I love it. I don't know this book too well, but if I asked my mother, she would she would know it all. She's very smart. She's the chief matriarch of our nonprofit. All right, where are we going, Father? Second Chronicles. Thirteen. <clears throat> Thirteen. Abishah, king of Judah. Abishah stood on Mount Zemarim in the hill country of Ephraim and said, Jeroboam and all Israel, listen to me. Don't you know that the Lord, the God of Israel, has given the kingship of Israel to David and his descendants forever by a covenant of salt? Yet Jeroboam, son of Nebat, an official of Solomon, son of David, rebelled against his master. Some worthless scoundrels gathered around him and opposed Rehoboam, son of Solomon, when he was young and indecisive and not strong enough to resist them. And now you plan to resist the kingdom of the Lord, which 
is in the hands of David's descendants. I'm a descendant of David, by the way. You are indeed a vast army and have with you the golden calves that Jeroboam made to be your gods. But didn't you drive out the priests of the Lord, the sons of Aaron and the Levites, and make priests of your own as the peoples of other lands do? Whoever comes to consecrate himself with a young bull and seven rams may become a priest of what are not gods. As for us, the Lord is our God, and we have not forsaken him. The priests who serve the Lord are sons of Aaron, and the Levites assist them. Every morning and evening they present burnt offerings and fragrant incense to the Lord. They set out the bread on the ceremonially clean table and light the lamps on the gold lampstand lamp stand, stand, excuse me, every evening. We are observing the requirements of the Lord our God. But you have forsaken him. God is with us. He is our leader. His priests, with their trumpets, will sound the battle cry against you. Men of Israel, do not fight against the Lord. And God of your fathers, for you, will not succeed. Now Jeroboam had sent troops around to the rear, so that while he was in front of Judah, the ambush was behind them. Judah turned and saw that they were being attacked at both front and rear. Then they cried out to the Lord. The priests blew their trumpets, and the men of Judah raised the battle cry. At the sound of their battle cry, God routed Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. The Israelites fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hands. Abijah and his men inflicted heavy losses on them, so that there were 500,000 casualties among Israel's able men. The men of Israel were subdued on that occasion, and the men of Judah were victorious because they relied on the Lord, the God of their fathers. Abijah pursued Jeroboam and took from him the towns of Bethel, Jeshanah, and Ephron with their surrounding villages. Jeroboam did not regain power during the time of Abijah, and the Lord struck him down, and he died. But Abijah grew in strength. He married 14 wives. Ooh, it's got to make a lot of money to do that. <laughs> and had 22 sons and 16 daughters. Holy moly, that's a lot of kids. The other events of Abijah's reign, what he did and what he said, are written in the annotations of the prophet Edo. I-D-D-O. Hmm. Keep reading? All right. And Abijah rested. This is chapter 14. And his father's... And was uh, uh sorry. And Abijah rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. Asa, uh, his son, succeeded him as king. And in his days, the country was at peace for ten years. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord as God. He removed the foreign altars and the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah bowls. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, and to obey his laws and commands. He removed the high places and incense altars in every town in Judah, and the kingdom was at peace under him. He built up the fortified cities of Judah since the land was at peace. No one was at war with him during those years, for the Lord gave him rest. Let us build up these towns, he said to Judah, and put walls around them with towers, gates, and bars. The land is still ours. 
because we have sought the Lord our God. We sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Asa had an army of 300,000 men from Judah, equipped with large shields and with spears, and 280,000 from Benjamin, armed with small shields and with bows. All these were brave fighting men. Zerah the Cushite marched out against them with a vast army and 300 chariots and came as far as Marisha. Asa went out to meet him, and they took up battle positions in the valley of Zephathah near Marisha. Then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we rely on you, and in your name we have come against this vast army. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. The Lord struck down the Cushites before Asa and Judah. The Cushites fled, and Asa and his army pursued them as far as Gerar. Such a great number of Cushites fell that they could not recover. They were crushed before the Lord and his forces. The men of Judah carried off a large amount of plunder. They destroyed all the villages around Gerar. For the terror of the Lord had fallen upon them. They plundered all these villages since there was much booty there. They also attacked the camps of the herds, men, and carried off droves of sheep and goats and camels. Then they returned to Jerusalem. Okay, he wants me to read this next one. Asa's Reform, chapter 15. The Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach, and without the law. But in their distress they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. In those days it was not safe to travel about, for all the inhabitants of the lands were in great turmoil. One nation was being crushed by another, and one city by another, because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. But as for you, be strong, and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded." When Asa heard these words and the prophesy of Azariah, son of Oded, the prophet, he took courage. He removed the detestable idols from the whole land of Judah and Benjamin and from the towns he had captured in the hills of Ephraim. He repaired the altar of the Lord that was in front of the portico of the Lord's temple. Then he assembled all Judah and Benjamin and the people from Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon, who had settled among them, for large numbers had come over to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. They assembled at Jerusalem in the third month of the fifteenth year of Asa's reign. At that time they sacrificed to the Lord seven hundred head of cattle and seven thousand sheep and goats from the plunder they had brought back. They entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, with all their heart and soul. All who would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, were to be put to death whether small or great, man or woman. They took an oath to the Lord with loud acclamation, with shouting and with trumpets and horns. All Judah rejoiced about the oath because they had sworn it wholeheartedly. They sought God eagerly, and he was found by them. So the Lord gave them rest 
on every side. King Asa also deposed his grandmother, Maka, from her position as queen mother. Because she had made a repulsive Asherah pole, Asa cut the pole down, broke it up, and burned it in the Kidron Valley. Although he did not remove the high places from Israel, Asa's heart was fully committed to the Lord all his life. He brought into the temple of God the silver and gold and the articles that he and his father had dedicated. There was no more war until the 35th year of Asa's reign. Um, the Lord reminded me, uh, and the person I purchased from her, one of her sons' name is named after King Asa. That's pretty neat. I didn't know that story about him. If you keep reading, you can uh, learn about King Jehoshaphat. It was in chapter 17. There's one more uh, thing about Asa's last years. I desire to be a, a woman that learns more about how to be an example like Jesus was on the earth, but in, in the feminine form, to remind all the women how the Father designed us all, how he desires it for all of us, and to be an example to all the men to remind you to cover and protect women and to be respectful and forgiving. I've had to deal with a bunch of nasty men in my own nation and all around the world because of this contest. They have shown their true, nasty selves. Most people don't love the Father. That's what I've learned in the last three years. The people I've had to deal with, very nasty in our military. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And that's what my hero of 2020 trained me on. He said, in war times, there are no rules. There are no laws in love and war. Men will rape women in their own country. And I told him I had already been raped by a man in the military that was supposed to respect me when I was in college. It happens to women. We are disrespected as women. I've gotten used to men disrespecting me. Aaron Din, good man. Very good man. Good husband. Good father. From what I can see on social media. And the father reminded me to speak about him and to edify him. Totally different belief system. And that's okay. That is perfectly fine. At Aaron Nicole Ministries, we respect all belief systems that do not harm people. We desire to learn from other belief systems so that we can learn to be in harmony and peace in the world. We do not desire to have war, but it is the nasty pedophiles of the world that are profiting off of these children in private, dark, secret bank accounts that are forcing us all to go to war. Telling you different stories in the media to get you to hate our commander-in-chief because Obama changed the laws when he got in office to allow for fake media to be able to be released in America. That is the truth. And if you ever talk to the founder of Neora, Jeff Olson, he'd tell you the same thing because he's had to deal with a bunch of lawsuits damaging his character when he started. When they started growing, when Nerium kept breaking records, you better believe this deep state was after them. He said, you can't believe what you read in the media. He'd tell us 
very straightforward things about the magazines at the end of the um, aisle in the grocery store where you can get all the impulse items. He says it's a bunch of smut. Don't purchase it. It's not true. It's whatever the media pays to tell a story. They can spin a story in any way they like, but it's gotten way worse since Obama got in office. Big positive things are coming. Big positive things. Ten days. We're ten days away from signing these contracts and getting my husband back. It's been a year and a half of zero contact. He told me to guard my heart. He said, most of all, guard your heart. That's what the scriptures say. It's been very difficult for me to do that because I'm such a loving person. I was trained by warriors. The best warriors that protect the presidents of America. The best, the absolute best, and I married him. Yeah. And they tried to kill us last year. That's deep state Illuminati. Those people, the father said, will be completely obliterated off the face of the earth in my lifetime. We will get down to a population worldwide of 900,000 by the end of my lifetime. Many people will be dying. You want to choose love and light. The Father says, call to action right now. If you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord above all lords and you'd like to connect to the Father that I communicate with and have a relationship with Him, you can have Him live and breathe inside you. And you can ask him anything, and he will give anything you ask, as long as it's in alignment with his purpose and plan for you. <clears throat> He'll give it to you in his timing, not your timing. It's a free gift. Salvation is free. So repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. Can't earn it or buy it, Father. I know that. You give it to those that believe in you and your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I make mistakes, but I don't desire to. I ask you to come into my heart and never leave my side. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church and uh, keep God first, please. But recognize that if you are an adult and you have knowledge about other belief systems, faith systems, um, when you get to a certain level of your relationship with the Father, it's, it's good to be knowledgeable about other faith systems so that you can spread the love of Jesus Christ, right? He came to help the poor. He came to be kind to those that made mistakes. He didn't come to judge people and to cause separation and division. The enemy likes to do that. That's why I make friends with people of all kinds of backgrounds and belief systems, and I don't try to convert anybody. But it is my job when I'm doing a sermon to give you an opportunity to connect with the Father. Otherwise, I would be disrespectful to my own faith. And he asked, Father. Okay. I would like for you, if you're listening to this, to send Aaron Din a message. Um, he's on all major social media, so you can reach out anywhere, TikTok, whatever. Um, although I don't have access to TikTok right now because of the deep state people messing with my tech, but it is what it is. Um, 
reach out to him and tell him thank you. It would mean the world to me if I've added value to this, to you in this sermon. Reach out to Aaron Din and tell him thank you so much for encouraging me along my journey and let him know you heard about him on the podcast and that you're praying for him and his family. That would mean the world to me. All right, anything else, Father? Okay. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.